0: Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Lise. I just wanted to tell you, yeah, it's that time of year again. And I know what you're thinking. You like, hey, Lise, hey, hey. Yes, I feel your pain. I know you got that SL debt and you still owe your mom on that $20 you borrowed on that $20 from last week. But no worries. DTLR Villa got you. Get Black Friday deals early. You heard me. Get 50% off on footwear for the whole family and crew. You heard me right. 50% off so you can get grandma some Pumas or your dad those Tims or maybe some Nikes for bae. Now come on because this time is going to run out. So you got to head over to www.millennials.us backslash shops to get this amazing deal before it's
1: gone you have tuned into the Marlin Anonymous Podcast. As
0: yesterday's your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Get your ready as your girl, Lise, gets you hyped and you comfortable. They need to be comfortable. We're
1: WRDR and we're 98.4 FM.
0: I'm gonna have to throw this bitch in the river.
1: tell a lie, but you cannot deny that them niggas, they fly.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Yes, it is this time of year. We are getting into the season, the reason for the season, and, and it's the reason for the seasonings, because it is the week of Thanksgiving, okay? It is the Super Bowl of all Super Bowls for people like me, set, Big Bone people. It is, it is our Super Bowl. This is for us okay this is for us we have prepared for this day since halloween because halloween is the prelude to thanksgiving if you didn't know i'm schooling you okay for, for big people like me i'm schooling you it is start stretching your stomach you know the snacks and the candies and the goodies it stretch your stomach so you know your stomach you know you gotta put a ck at the end you don't know if, you know b- bump the h bump that h ck at the end stomach you know it prepares your stomach you stretch it it stretch it for you to be able to eat all the goodies you about to get on thanksgiving okay and then i know you might be a little woke you like lisa I, I, listen listen babe listen, us lease 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 listen 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 I, I i don't do the colonizers okay i, I can't i can't be colonized because like, i i know you probably like you know you woke right and if you woke you like a a lease a a a Hey, like I'm I'm woke. I, I can't be colonized. I am not. I can't colonize the colonizers. You know they was lied to us our whole life. They told us these pilgrims. They was all nice and sweet, and we found out they was the killers. Okay. Um, and I, I got you. So if you want me to not say Thanksgiving, I can say Indigenous People's Day. But because this is just traditionally what I'm used to, and you know my mouth be flicted sometimes. Like I can't get all this indigenous. That's a lot of syllables. And so, I'm just going to say Thanksgiving, okay? But I I know the struggle. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate the struggle. I know a lot of y'all say y'all part of Cherokee. You know, you got a little bit of Cherokee in the driveway. I got you. I got you. No, no. And, you you know, talking about you are, you are half a hole. Half a hole and half a hole ain't the same, okay? So, you know, I, I feel you. And I'm not... I, I, I feel the respect too, but I'm talking about the real indigenous peoples. We, we ain't talking about the fake indigenous, we talking about the real indigenous. I give the res- all due respect to the real indigenous. I need y'all to know that you can celebrate indigenous people. You don't have to necessarily be a, a native in order to appreciate the indigenous people. So I need for, especially black people, we always be like, got Indian in my family. They don't even call themselves Indian, they natives. Okay, cuz this their land. Like I the, hey, I, I don't know if y'all know it. Um, they wasn't Americans until we labeled them goddamn Americans. Okay, they was just natives, they was just living, okay. They were just living, um, you know, standing water was over here minding their damn business, and then the, the white people came and they fucked it up, and then that's that's where we at today, okay. So we can celebrate the indigenous people and if you want to call it Thanksgiving because your mouth be flicked like mine and sometimes you know my mouth be flicked I that's a lot of syllables like I said that's that's a lot okay and for somebody like me to be flicked and be you know mispronouncing words and stuff sometimes that's a lot so I may call it Thanksgiving it doesn't mean I don't feel your wokeness. Okay, I feel your wokeness I got you, baby I got you, but I'm gonna say Thanksgiving Because it's just easier for me to say I'm just saying, All right. okay And we got a guest today, okay So, for this Thanksgiving, you can give thanks Because we have a guest today We have Mr. Brandon Champ Robinson He is a filmmaker He is a director He's a producer, he's a writer He's a content creator Like, he's everything If you could just put it all in in like an encyclopedia of filmmaking he is Scorseseing, and that is what we are gonna be doing today. We are Scorseseing, okay? So we got them. Scorsese thing going on, so we have him here today, and he is going to tell us about his brand new business, which is Red Grade TV. He is a black man who owns a streaming service. So if you want something to watch, you like, damn, I'm tired of watching these same five people. I'm tired of seeing the same five things going on. I need some difference. I need some variations. Make sure you listen to this because you're gonna want to download red Grade tv because they got some good shows coming through there and if you're a creator and you're like i want to get my stuff on a streaming platform you might want to hint hint wink wink nudge nudge you might want to pay attention i was paying attention i know i was paying attention I'm just saying. but let's get to these top 10 okay wait a minute before i go to this wait wait, wait, wait. Before we go to these top ten, trend, I do this shit every week. Before we go to these top ten trending topics, I got We gotta, we gotta talk. Okay. So I want to say thank you to everybody who, you know, gave well wishes to my family because, like, say so, last like, so we lost my cat. So I want to appreciate everybody who did that. And then I also want to say that I know I said Palamory fifteen times, Polly. Amory, I told you my mouth is flicted. Okay. So I say stuff real fast. And so it just kind of blurs the line. So last week when we were talking about that, I got you. I I know I said it when I was when I listened to it back, I was like, shit, that's wrong, but I'm not gonna re-record it because I don't fucking feel like it. So this is where we're at. All right. So if you listen to it, just just Plug in the right word, plug and play, okay? Plug and play. Don't send me no more messages. I got it. I, I heard it. Okay, I know. <laughs> I know that I'm flicking. But let's get to these top 10 written topics because we got a lot going on. And I know y'all waiting for Thanksgiving to get here. So let's get it done. Let's do it.
1: Turn that shit up! Turn that shit up! Turn
0: it, Turn it- All right, let's get into these top 10 Trending topics of the week. Let me speed up because Thanksgiving is coming. Up. You're so here's the top 10 trending topics of the week. So the judges all across America are finally dismissing Donald Trump's lawsuits, the baseless claimless fraudless lawsuits that are all over america he is spreading these baseless claims faster than he and his administration have spread covid it is it's amazing to see now i'm I'm happy to see that the legal system is working okay i'm glad to see that the corruption that we have in the administration that we have so far you know and in the trump cartel i mean uh, uh, campaign is not seeping into our legal system i'm happy to see that claps to all of the states that have thrown this out claps big claps round of applause throw it in a circle because shout out to y'all we appreciate y'all for doing y'all job and throwing this out because it you know there's supposed to be a transfer of power on jay for all of y'all that did not know and y'all y'all just y'all wasn't at school that day Okay, y'all wasn't in school that day. You like okay, it, the election came, but Trump's still here. Like that's not cool. That happened every year. All right, I know a lot of y'all didn't take civic y- School system, they y'all got don't got a lot of money. All right, they they, they got a little change. You know they, they can't. They they cut that part out. All right, he's supposed to be here till January twentieth. That is where he's supposed he to be. Okay, supposed to be. But we don't know if there will be a transfer of power. We don't know on January twentieth there's supposed to be a transfer of power, but we don't know what year. It might be twenty twenty-five. It could be the year twenty forty-four. Like we we don't really know. We might be going to the you know we don't know but we appreciate all of y'all for standing up especially shout out to michigan michigan stand up i know we don't always appreciate y'all especially when it comes to y'all sports y'all haven't had a winning team you know for in a win in a minute we appreciate y'all and i want y'all to know we appreciate y'all okay i want to know i want y'all to know that we appreciate y'all because y'all really is on y'all game y'all doing the damn thing shout out to detroit we love you okay detroit the, the d stood all the way up all right y'all exercised your constitutional right and you stood up because without y'all we would be attending the coronation of donald trump the second and so we appreciate you okay we appreciate y'all for doing it now what i do want to say is some not not the people the people who voted we fucks with y'all but some of y'all canvassers over there y'all election canvassers y'all got us fucked up like y'all trying to change it y'all trying to change your mind after you talk to trump trump gonna call you on the phone and now you don't know if you want to certify michigan's results the people have spoken y'all no 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 we not doing this okay we not doing this we need for y'all to do y'all goddamn jobs if the judges said that there's no listen these the same lawyers that's going to court saying that it is un like unconstitutional some bullshit for y'all to get evidence what what the fuck what what is the what is a case for like if you can't come to court with evidence you need to go the fuck back home you gotta have some evidence okay y'all on the, the defensive end the burden of proof is on y'all just so y'all know because apparently you didn't and trump's team is just, just terrible like his legal team it, it's it looks like it's falling apart literally we saw rudy giuliani he he was melting blackface okay and a lot of y'all was like no his hair dye. no that was blackface because you know when you have the the racism it, it the blackface be in your pores and, and it and it, and it so starts to seep you. down like it had he stood there at least five minutes longer he would have been in full blackface okay i'm just telling you it it, that's just i'm just dropping some game on you some knowledge and they have distanced themselves away from one of their attorneys because they're like hey this is she she really tripping sydney powell who was a trump campaign attorney actually got the boot they're trying to kick her out because when you can't explain your fuckery to tucker carlson he's not on msnbc he not on cnn he not on bet he not on woke news he on fox okay T- Tucker Tuck has been so nice to the trump administration and if you can't give your claims of fraud to tucker she ghosted him she left him on red trying to get this evidence for y'all listen listen okay not I'm not talking to all Trump voters, okay? I'm talking to most of y'all, all right? Most of the 70 million of y'all that fucking voted for Donald Trump, okay? The people I guess I'm talking to Trump supporters. The, the supporters that support these claims that the election is false. I need to talk to y'all. I, I get it. You know, it feel like family it brings y'all back to a time where america was so white you know i i i get it and i know the red hats are much more breathable you know they're much more breathable than the hoods i, I get it you know you, you you got the whole face out it, it just it, it feels good but what i need for y'all to know is when do you say okay this some bullshit. like when when do you call bullshit? like at what point because listen i talked about this the other week if a woman come to you with a baby right and she give you the results the paternity results and this say this is inconclusive do you still say that that's your kid do you do you or if it comes back to this 99.99 like maury say you're you the pappy do you say that it's not your kid like are we picking and choosing reality at this point like it is literally the equivalent if you go take your driver's test and you fail and you say well i really didn't fail it was the irregularities that are going on around me do you not see we in a dmv it's a bunch of foolery going on in here like that makes no sense like when are we gonna have this conversation we need to have this conversation i'm just saying at some point we gotta have the conversation that maybe it's time maybe it's time for, for y'all to admit like that maybe a lot of this shit y'all was doing was crazy as hell. like i think it's time all right it's time slowly but surely i think y'all need to start realizing when they can't give the evidence to y'all like that's that's when you got it fucked up when they they can't give it to y'all like maybe not us maybe not the liberal news but us maybe no but y'all maybe yes and we'll find out what happened so on december the 14th if you weren't aware that is when they actually will certify the electoral or they'll have the vote electors will vote in their states on december the 14th so we will see what happens. i'm pretty sure that joe biden should be but like i said anything is possible so speaking of getting thrown out of bel-air the fresh prince of the ballet had a reunion a 30 year geez mccreek 30 years as a 30 year reunion aired and the original og aunt viv was there and, and Will Smith and OG Aunt Vib, Janet Hubert actually smoothed out their differences so I'm happy to see this when I tell you I cried so much like my family was looking at me like what the hell is wrong with you like I cried and cried and cri- I cried some more and I cried and I was like Ooh. <laughs> like I don't even know why like I cried at least 15 times on that reunion it was like they just came out and they showed the fresh prince they played the song slow like they played just hearing the fresh prince song slow it was just brought tears to my eyes like honey oh, playing it slow like it's, it's slow like it, it just i was crying the whole time you know when they, they play it slow it's a song back to you slow like oh like what really will This what we doing, this what we doing, okay, okay, you you, you trying to make us cry, okay, okay, but it was so amazing to see them all back, they all look really good, everybody looked great, um, now, what really got me is when OG Aunt walked in, like, of course, no, when Uncle Phil Well, no, when when they showed the clips of James Avery and, you know, playing Uncle Phil, that's what got because millennials, us, us's millennials, he was a staple in a lot of us millennials homes. He was the dad that a lot of us did not have. He was the father figure, cause back in the '90s, okay, the, the '80s and the '90s, daddies was fucked up. Like, let's just say it, daddies was fucked up. A lot of y'all new kids, you know, Gen Z zoomers, y'all got y'all daddy in the house back then. You know, crack epidemic. You know, three strike rules. The internet was just popping off. Daddies, they was fucked up. Like, they didn't stay in the house. All right, a lot of us didn't have our daddy there. Daddies was gone they was like "Mm, you know we just we gonna skip out this 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 design for us so daddy's was rolling stone back then so he was a staple for us he was the staple that a lot of us didn't have because bill cosby the cosby shows cosby was a staple i mean not the rapey part but cosby was a staple right for us but I feel like the Fresh Prince was more edgy, so it, it was more appealing to some of the people that were a little bit more urban, I don't know what I mean, a little urban, so it was a little different, so I was like, oh, this is for us, and I feel like that's what Uncle Phil did, that's what he represented, and so that's why I think it was so emotional for, for me to see, like, damn, like, because he, I think he passed away in 2012, so it's been a minute, too, uh, since we actually had Uncle Phil. So, I, 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 I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy that we were able to see it. I, I really am happy that we were able to see this. Now, I, I shout out to light skinned aunt Vib. Shout out to light skinned aunt Viv. No, no, no shade, no knock, no nothing but the original Enviv ain't shit you got on you, you can't nobody fucks with the original Enviv. like the show to me wasn't even the same after Aunt Viv. Like, it just it didn't have the same it, it was something missing and i feel like that's what it was it was, it was something missing because they even brought back the little boy i was like damn like okay he didn't came back too so everybody came back and that was so amazing to see now Shout out to the Red Table, shout out to Jada Because Will, he did a takeover Red Table takeover, shout out to Jada Baltimore stand up, okay She a Baltimore girl, Baltimore stand all the way up Now, but listen, listen Will Um, I'm trying to figure out What was the point like I get it. You know, we we had already seen this on the reunion and I was like, I get it. But at the same time, I was like, why you need a separate show to do the therapy on air for the separate show? Like I'm like I don't I don't understand this part. Like this was it almost felt and this is just me. I can be on an island by myself. I always am. It, it it almost felt like he was trying to make himself look better. Like, you know, because a lot of people was giving him the side eye. And it felt like, okay, we gotta do some da- Like, it felt like August Cena dick again. Like, I felt like, oh, damage control. Like, I, that's what I was like, ooh, did it pop out again? Like, it, is this what I, like, it, it, I felt it again. Like, it was, was happening again. Like, it, I don't know why that was necessary. It was beautiful to see you be very, very emotional and open, but I felt like you had to give the backstory of the backstory of the backstory so that people wasn't looking at you with the side eye. That's what I'm saying. And and Alphonsoby was going after him, Carlton, because he wasn't there when OG on Viv came. Now, he he knocked that down. He said, hey, I I had to work. He was filming America's not so funny video. um, No, America's funniest video. Sorry. And he was filming that, and so that's why he had to leave. So there was no shade. Even you know, Janet Herbert, she she shut down people who were saying that he wasn't there and they weren't gonna forget that he wasn't there. She said, Don't assume, don't make assumptions, he had to work, we've let it go, and you should too. And so I'm glad that they did do that. Now, one of the things that I read, and this makes me nervous, is that there may be a reboot of the fresh prince of Bel Air coming. Okay, and Will Smith is working with a gentleman who did, like, a Fresh Prince of Ballet reboot, like, thing on YouTube. Listen, Will. Will. William. Listen. Please don't do that. We seen them try to do 90210, that didn't work, we, we see they tried to regrade Dallas, that didn't work, we've seen all of these reboots go very wrong, leave it alone, like I, we don't need to see, like make us something new, like make you, you got kids, you got kids in real life, make you have your kids, like make the Fresh Friends of Bel-Air the sequel you know what I mean like we we don't need a reboot don't reboot it don't leave it alone leave it leave it be like you y'all can't recreate that it's dead it's done it's dead it's in the grave we we just want to look back at it. We just want to go back and re-watch it because that's all we need. Don't do that. Like create something new with the gentleman. Don't don't reboot this. We don't need a reboot. You know how I feel about reboots. I hate them. And Meg the Stallion releases good news where she shows off her body yaddy and she takes shots at Tori Lane. So I you know, shout out to her. I listened to it. Shout outs to her. Uh, I think that the video again I think she has another hit with Body um, Because I think that this is going to be on TikTok it will be played in rotation We are going to hear this shit till we can't It's going to happen It's already started people are doing the dance Already like She's going to get another hit and another One but At some point I don't know if we're going to get like I, I, it should be interesting cuz I think she's very young. I, I don't know how old she is, but I think she's in her early 20s. It should be interesting to see what 28-year-old Meg the Stallion does versus what early 20s something Meg the Stallion does and to see if there would be a shift in like the dynamic of some of the music that we get from her so i'm interested to see what happens with that i don't know yet but i'm i'm st- still still a fan um you know still very much a fan speaking of which meg i don't know if you can maybe reach out to cardi people because i still ain't got my vinyl yet i'm just i'm waiting uh, it ain't came i ordered i think it was back in august or july or something like you just just i do know you know i'm waiting on that WAP vinyl I would love to put it on my wall, and also she did really well. Fashion Nova, she had a Fashion Nova collection. It made one point two million dollars in revenue in twenty four hours. Now I will say that if you've not seen these this Fashion Nova collection, it looks like the two thousand. So it looks like the two thousand the patchwork of the 2000s the bell-bottom recreations from the 2000s like it is literally the 2000s so anything from 2000 up until 2007 that is what this collection is and a sidebar to a sidebar the clothes back in the 2000s was the worst like we like i know that we we used to make fun of the people in the 70s and 80s and i know i know no, 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 I lived through the early 2000s. I was old enough. I was breathing in my neck work. Like I wasn't like I had strength in my neck muscles. Um. So I, it was the worst. Why would you recreate that? I don't know. But I feel like we going back there again. Like I'm seeing the flip outs with the hair and this, like it, it, I'm, it's like I'm getting nervous. I, I am getting nervous. If we see them T-shirt dresses them, that men used to wear, what kid? Listen, you most of y'all parents probably millennials. I'm sure if your father lives somewhere in the DMV area. He got a, a he has a picture with a full Alvin the Chipmunk t shirt. shirt It's just a just, just four length gown tea, white tee. Uh, just ask and I bet you you will find. You will seek. If you ask you will find. Please kids leave it alone. Let it go. It was a time. It was an era. We we didn't know if we was going to be here. We thought after 9, 9, 1999 it was Times up. Oops, out of time. That's what Prince had told us for years. So we thought that that was true, and so we we didn't know how to dress for many years. Please leave it be. Leave it dead in the grave. Just just hang it up. I don't know. Let it go. I don't want to see the low rise pants with the. Th- let it let it die. Just let it die. So Jeezy turned out to no. be a true soul survivor. Like he was the soul survivor of the verses, and he ended up ending it exactly the way that most people thought it would. He unleashed a full clip of music on Gucci Mane. Now i don't know do how epic this would be the shots that were thrown i don't know sus so beats and tim said it was all a rouge we don't know if it was rouge or not because of some other things that have happened after that versus that may or may not signal that it's been a rouge. um hey. but regardless of the case it was epic they was about They was on black people time they started about an hour late okay they started about an hour late the camera was on true stadium concert vibes we was at least 30 feet away with the, the camera was at least 30 feet away okay we could barely see them they look like ants but that's fine okay but we we were there for the epicness they were throwing shots at each other they played some of the disc records and disc albums like i kept hearing the shots i was like who that was a shot and okay that was a shot fired okay okay that was a shot and he's like mm, mm, okay the shots that were being thrown, but the one that everybody is talking about is when Jeezy brought up Damn. And so then everybody huh. turned into real estate researchers and started looking up his actual deals and they found out that he doesn't own half of Atlanta, but that's fine. He still does have real estate deals and regardless of that, he was dropping knowledge to people that wealth is different from having an expense real estate you build equity that's an investment you can take that to the bank that is an investment a ten thousand dollar outfit is an expense if you have more on if you are looking at your balance sheet you have more deducts minuses okay you got more minuses than you have income we are gonna have a problem. You cannot create wealth. And my favorite comedian, Chris Rock, said he Chris Rock said this best. Now, if you've not watched this comedy special, Never Scared, and this is why Chris Rock is one of my favorite comedians of all time, because not only is he funny, like the stuff that he says, it's fu- it's funny. Like you don't have to sit back and think about it for a minute, like some of the other comedians. Like it truly is. You don't know you taking the medicine because of the way that he's feeding it to you. But everything that he says has meaning to it. So go back and watch Never Scared, he was been talking about this, that was what, 25 years ago or something, where he was talking about Rick James was rich, like, you know, you can lose rich in a crazy summer in a drug habit, like, this is just what is. it's, it's, these are facts, these are, this is true, this is what is happening, you gotta know that, okay? And this is why it is so important, I think, for us to educate our children and to educate ourselves because wealth takes a while. If you notice one thing about all the richest men in the world, one, they're all men, two, they're all white. Three, They all own something So they all own their own business If you're not sure you know You have Elon Musk He owns Tesla You have Jeff Bezos Amazon You have Warren Buffett Berkshire Hathaway Like they all own something And they invest Okay So it's not just one or the other Like it's a whole accumulation of things It's a accumulation of things And this is why we need to relook at capitalism but that's another question for another day but at this point we do need to to learn more about wealth and the difference between it because i think a lot of people it went over their heads and then a lot of people just start say oh yeah we need to get real estate in a business nope pump your brakes you need to do research first research first research then real estate Like that that's where we that's where we at because you can make bad real estate investments, which if you go back and look at it, they might have made a couple of bad choices in there. So you got to do research then real estate then you start to accumulate wealth but we can't do that if we don't work together and i don't see most people in the culture unfortunately working together and speaking of the culture Lil Boosie said i ain't lose my leg nope my leg is still intact i got all 10 toes yes he got shot he was he got shot when he was in dallas he was at a vigil for m3 and he got shot now a lot of people were thinking he may have gotten an amp his leg amputated because he has diabetes but they said that he did not the only thing that the diabetes his diabetes actually impacted was his diet according to hip-hop dx so i don't know if why that came out i don't know where they got that from that he lost his leg but he said that he's fine and he probably will be he's out of the hospital so he'll be back touring probably sooner than you know it so, uh, you know, shout out to him. Hopefully he gets better soon. And uh, Shad Moss or Lil Bow Wow. And that's how I first got introduced to him as Lil Bow Wow is back at it again. He's telling the OGs to pipe down. He, he, it was a post that actually was reposted by DJ Academics about what Bow Wow said. And he actually, what he said wasn't 100% false. He said that... The new music, a lot of the older rappers or older generation knocks the new music and the new music is not for the older generation. It is for the younger people to shine and make it their own. I agree with that. However, I think that what a lot of the OGs are trying to showcase is how longevity works. Because one, right now what I've noticed is that there's not longevity anymore. It could just be the way the music industry is set up. It could just be the way that people's attention spans is wired. I don't know, but there's no longevity within an, like four or five years. Most of the rappers that were popping are no longer around anymore. And I think a lot of the OGs have music that you can listen to. It's timeless. But when you get into that very nichey music, like we had nichey music too. Ooh. But we, a lot of the times we don't listen to that music and I think that's what the OGs are trying to say. Like, if you are gonna have music that lasts, you need to put a little bit more time and effort into the craft so that it does have some longevity. I think that's all they're saying, but nah, uh, I think he has a point. And the AMAs were hosted by Taraji P. Henson who was also in the body video for Meg The Stallion. She looks absolutely amazing and I think she's 50 if I'm not mistaken, she looks better than most people. And it aired Sunday, didn't watch it, but Taraji's awesome, so I'm sure it was dope. And she's DMV, shout out to her, DC stand up. And as the pandemic rages on, more and more people are flying, despite what the CDC said. They said, do not travel for Thanksgiving. Do not go get them beans, greens, tomatoes, and yams from grandma's house. And people was like, nope, nope. We going, we getting on this plane. We gonna get all this COVID in the air. Like they, and it's, listen. Like, why do? Y- this is why we fucked up. Like, I mean, because we, as Americans, we don't listen to shit. Like, we we just do, we do whatever we do, okay? And then we wonder why the shit is fucked up. Like, why is it that they keep closing down the bar? Why do they keep going back and closing? It? Why, 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 what? You want to know why? It's because you can't keep your ass in the house. Like, you you at the strip club. You at the real club, you at the bar, you going to the grandma house, you are going over the river and through the woods. Like you you everywhere. Okay? And I done told you, coronavirus is everywhere as well. She under your bed, she in your closet, she is in your car. She everywhere. And y'all wanna keep taking her with you. Okay? You want to keep taking her with you like that old ass condom that's been in your wallet that will deteriorate as soon as you take it out. Like, why? Like, let it sit st- your asses down. If you don't get on Zoom for Thanksgiving, y- your grandma want to be here for Christmas. Like, stop it. Stop it. And, and listen, grandparents, it is okay to deny your goddamn grandchildren. Say, nope, y'all can't come the fuck in here. Okay? i, I nope, Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Nope that is okay we appreciate you okay grandparents shut them down shut them out shut them down just clank clank it tell them they can't come in here i appreciate y'all for doing that and if you are home and you actually listen to the cdc but y'all can't cook because you know a lot of us millennials we can't cook okay so that's probably why y'all risking it all because you're like shit i miss home economics i ain't go to that class okay I, i don't i don't know how to make eggs and boil water i got you So they actually are a couple of companies that you can actually buy Thanksgiving dinner from. They got Cracker Barrel, Popeyes actually has turkeys that you can buy and whole meals and well, Denny's has a meal. Okay, listen, maybe not Denny's, okay? Maybe not Denny's, all right? But you know, some of these other places, they like I had a, I ordered a Popeyes turkey last year. It was delicious. Now they they sold out. I don't know if your area if they got it, but in my area they sold out. They don't have anymore. You can buy a pre-made turkey, okay? Like I said, maybe not Denny's, maybe not them, because I, I could you. It sidebar to a sidebar. Is it me or everything at Denny's? It seems it's, It just tastes milky. Like I mean, I don't. You might be eating steak, but it's like did you drop put milk in it? Like it just. It tastes milky. Like it, there's this very milk of magnesia powdery milkness that it I, I don't know it just everything tastes like that i don't care what it what it is If the bacon tastes milky the the sausages everything is milky eggs is milk i'm like the eggs is not supposed to be this milky like it just i, I just maybe not them but any you can still order Without making your grandparents or your mother or anybody else they got a medical, can underlying medical condition sick, you can stay home, all right? Just stay your asses in the house. And this has been the top ten trending topics of the week. So let's get into this interview. Let's get into the Scorseseing today. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really really excited because we have someone who is amazing, incomparable, dynamic, they're a creator, a filmmaker, an artist, a producer, a CEO, boss. So that is Brandon dot 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 Champ Robinson. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great. I wish I could just like have you introduce me to everybody uh, I meet. <laughs> I make can... you sound awesome.
0: <laughs> I can do that. I'm, I'm a hype person. I, I hype yeah. people up.
1: I need yeah, that. like...
0: Spliff from, you know, BustaRam has Spliff. Oh, yeah. yeah I, oh, I can yeah. do that. I, that's yeah. me. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to explain, like, give an introduction. So if you've never, like, heard of you or seen your work, who is Brandon? Like, all the niceties. Who are you? Where are you from? So we can get to know you.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so Brandon, um, I am the... Brandon is the, the husband, the father, the child of God. And then Champ is... The business guy. Okay. <laughs> so everybody, you know, my well, everybody calls me champ, but um basically I'm from born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, oh currently. Mm-hmm, currently living in California right now, uh chasing the dream, uh, directing and shooting and doing all of that good stuff. Um, I've been out there for about six years running my company, Imagination Upgraded. Um, so just recently I released a streaming service called redgray.tv and is dedicated to obviously first and foremost people of color and then secondly it's for creators by creators so i'm really supporting all creators at you know this level and trying to help them go up to the next level and a lot of times you know you see people you know, they close the drawing or if you have a good idea they want to take it from you I don't want to mm-hmm. be that kind of company I want to be a company that partners with creatives we create something awesome you keep your ownership and we all benefit from what we've created
0: okay so you, you let people keep their intellectual property I can respect that yeah now 100%. you're you're a film you're a filmmaker your your filmography go is, is long it looks like it started in 2015 even though you mm-hmm. may have been Films long before them But if IMBD is correct It, it starts <laughs> at 2015 Uh-huh. You were an actor Were you an actor first Before you said you know what I really want to get into this film thing I really want to do the filmmaking side Were you an actor first
1: Yeah so I have a, a bit of a crazy journey So okay, probably like most Young Young people from the hood I started off as a rapper So There it is right there so okay. I was I was uh, producing, so I made a lot of a lot of beats. I did I own studio, recorded a lot of people. Um, obviously, with that, I was making my own uh, raps and albums and stuff like that. Then I had always had a love for the camera, whether it be in front or behind, but the behind bug just kind of like bit me heavy. So I uh, definitely started to get into making a lot of music videos and my music videos morphed into having these storylines. I didn't want to just shoot a regular music video anymore. So I started writing storylines and to the music video. And then from there, that turned into me making short films and starting to push that in 2015 from what you saw when I started to get into the short films and start putting things out and understanding IMDb and how I need to have like these credits on there and doing all that kind of stuff.
0: You mentioned that you are a rapper first and then you you really started doing music videos, which I've seen mm-hmm. on your YouTube that you've done not only music, I guess, videos for yourself, but for other uh-huh. people. Mm-hmm. But how does one really do that? Like, let's get down in the nitty gritty. So let's say, for instance, let somebody just out of the blue says, I want to create a film. I'm going to assume you're going to need rich friends or mm-hmm. some rich person to bankroll a yeah. film. Yeah. How does one start to do that? Like y'all got a whole team. Like it's it's a fleet of motherfuckers. Y'all got y'all got a fleet like a mm-hmm. people. Like mm-hmm. which, so, give us filmmaking one on one the free version. I can't afford to pay for it. Give us the free version. Yeah, how, how does so one get started?
1: The way Hollywood would lead you to believe is that you can only make films one way, and that's with uh, millions of dollars and tons of crew, big ass lights, and all this shit. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. really, when you break it down to its essence, what's a, what's a film? It's a story, right? It has a beginning, the middle and the an end. And can you tell a good story? Okay, that's number one. Now you've written your story okay. and it sounds good. You, you know, it, it, everything's good. You like it. Let's go. Number two, they think you got to have like these, you know, the newest Ari Alexa or the Reds cameras and all this kind of stuff. No, mm-hmm. you can you have literally the power like in your pocket like these iPhones 12s are dope. Every iPhone and every Android right now has a pretty dope camera. So you can okay. start there. Next thing that people forget and they miss, this is the biggest thing is audio quality. Because mm-hmm. you can have things that look great, but okay. your audio will take people out of it immediately. You know what I mean? So a lot of times when I talk to young filmmakers, they send me things. I can you know, I tell them like, "Yo, I don't want to be like this, but the audio is trash. I can't watch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm not that, saying that blunt. That blunt is not trying to be mean, but I'm like, okay, the audio is not good. And I want you to, uh, I want them to understand that that is how the end users gonna see it. Like they're gonna hear, like this is messing with me. Like I can't take it. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear a song that's not mixed properly, you're gonna turn it off because mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt your ears. It's gonna irritate you. No matter how good a person looks how much you love that person, it'll irritate you to the point where I can't listen to it anymore, right? So you have those things. And then the next thing that you want to do is learn lighting. So a lot of times I tell people, I don't, I'm not a big advocate on film school and going to film school. I don't Hmm. think you, I don't think you necessarily need to spend that much money on this if you have that money to spend i would spend it a different way and maybe try to get with some mentors to teach you some things okay did you
0: not did you not go that route or did you go that route and then realize i really need to go this route
1: yeah so i didn't go to a traditional film school i went to this media institute called massive media institute where i got some things out of it Uh, i'm not gonna uh, knock it or anything i did get some things out of it but i didn't get what I thought I would. And I realized that I won't get that until I start doing it myself and start doing the research myself. You know gotcha. what I mean? So I'm a big advocate of YouTube University, right? So I could jump on YouTube and pretty much find out how these people did almost anything. You know what I mean? But okay. at, that, at that same time, I can go and buy a course for $1,000 and take someone's full masterclass on, you know what I mean, this mm-hmm. course. And now I have that knowledge and I can keep building off of it. So that's why I'm like, eh, $70,000, $1,000. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, where can that I, makes sense. Where can I spend this money? Right. And then at that point, if you have that money, now you can say, all right, I'm going to go and get me a little DSLR camera and I'm going to get me some sound gear, and I'm going to start to shoot and buy me a small light kit, And I'm going to start to film, I'm start to film family. I'm going to start to film friends. I'm going to start writing you know what okay. I mean, and that's but that's you do need
0: money in to get because it sounds like you don't need a lot of money
1: mm-hmm. but you do need to invest in your craft yeah. is what you're you saying. have to you definitely have to invest in self like it's not it's not going to be free um it's not going to be hella easy but um you will if this is what you want to do and love then it shouldn't matter to you and you should want to invest in yourself
0: I'm gonna ask you a personal question. You can refuse it if you you want. I, like I will not. I'm not a stalker. I'm not a stalker. Okay, I just want oh, you to know yeah. that. But I do <laughs> when I when I interview somebody, I like to know who I'm interviewing.
1: Yeah, you gotta so, it.
0: I, I see that you made a post, and you like mm-hmm. it was an apology, really, to your family, like your wife, your children, your friends. Oh, yeah. You know, as a creator, mm-hmm. how hard is this? Because I would assume that you don't make a lot of money doing this in the beginning mm-hmm. and it's got to be very very hard how important is it to have that support system in a, in a spouse or a family that'll say you know what do you because i know you said somebody i think it was your grandmother or somebody gave you a space in their house how important is that to really have them on board with you
1: that was huge um that that apology like that took it took me a minute to write and it took me just sitting back and realizing all the things that I've done and that I've been allowed to do from, you know, my beautiful wife, uh, kids, my, you know, mom, grandma, all these people that allowed me to just maybe not be the best version of myself while I was trying to build something, you know what I mean? And then uh, just realizing that, and I'm not saying like I was a dick or anything to anybody, but. I could have done things differently, but because I was chasing certain goals, mm-hmm. I was different. So I think it is important. So like you said, my grandmother gave me a space like we didn't have a lot of money um, but I always had the support. So my grandmother gave me a space in her in her house and if anybody who knows my grandma knows that she loves her basements, we from Wisconsin okay. And okay. like <laughs> from Milwaukee and like basements. if you have a decked out basement, you like the shit, right? So my grandma loves having her basements decked out and put together so she can entertain and do all that kind of stuff. So she gave me a space in her basement. Basically, you have this space to do what you want. So she sacrificed her entertainment space that she loves and built up to give me that space to be able to have a recording studio and produce and do music and and do video and all that kind of stuff. And that, you know, just that support was great. And then being with my wife I've been with my wife since high school I graduated high school in 2000 Congrats on that Yeah I met her in 2001 And we've been together ever since Three kids now and living in California But with her You know there's things that you know come along with you doing music video yeah, Like there's always women around and, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like all that kind <laughs> of stuff And you know it takes a little bit You know what I'm saying like, And you have
0: a strong it's, It appears you have a very strong Strong wife
1: She She yeah, like yeah. She ain't going for <laughs> yeah, no, she, don't, she don't play that You know she walk around with her girl She's, a, she's an <laughs> officer She got a badge She not play <laughs> 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 She don't play But you know to be able to You know have her in those kind of positions and you know you never want to make your wife feel like they're out here looking stupid you know what i'm saying so to have her in those kind of positions and you know late nights i don't come to bed often you know what i'm saying like she just wants okay. to be be with you just in the bed you know chilling watch a movie missing movie nights missing a lot of just different things with the kids and stuff but all because i'm trying to chase this and build i just <clears> felt <throat> like i needed to give that apology and let them know that i really appreciate it and Mm -hmm. because because you allowed me to have that time now i can do this and you can get this and reap these benefits you know what i'm saying i get to do uh, and i I did a a job with D.L. Hughley, and he said it like best he said it best i was directing he said it best he's like i get to do what i love and you because i get to do what i love you get to live comfortably mm. and that's what makes me thats makes me happy i get to do what i love and you get to live comfortably
0: that's amazing like i, I mean i can appreciate that i definitely can appreciate that and i can appreciate a person that gives props to people around them because i know a lot of times us like creative people we don't always give that due to the people that Are Giving us that leeway To be able to live Mm -hmm. out our dreams And When do like you as a a Creator or person Like let's say you've been doing this for a while You Mm -hmm. a rapper or whatever When do you say hey this is not working Or should you continue to follow your dream Anyway when is it time To say you know what I need to switch gears
1: You know I've Tried to switch gears And the thing is it it hurts it doesn't feel good okay you know what i mean so like when it's in when it's in you i think instead of quitting you may need to refocus maybe there's something so i always i think i think my biggest thing was i wanted to be an in entertainment or be in an entertainer okay rap rap wasn't working but film was so maybe at that point I just needed to like refocus my aim just a little bit you know what I mean like aim a little bit to the left and oh now I hit it now I see where I am you know what I mean I can't really say when it's time to quit because I haven't quit you know what I'm okay like, I can't I can't you can't deal, tell us <laughs> I can't tell you guys to quit and I'm still going you know what I mean so I don't know I think there's a lane for you and maybe it isn't the exact one you thought it is but you could be a rapper and it's not working out but maybe you have an ear for someone else and now you turn into a manager of A&R and now that lane has taken you you know in another direction
0: and when I tell you it took me forever to figure out what A&R meant but but I figured (laughs) it out you know (laughs) I Uh. I figured it out But i want to ask you so you are not just a filmmaker because we're talking about films and we're going to get to your streaming service in a minute but you're Mm -hmm. also a content creator you have a youtube your youtube has been wildly successful Mm -hmm. now i almost i shed a tear for you just a little bit when when i was watching a video and you hit over one million views and you Uh, didn't monetize it (laughs) so i want you to give Mm -hmm. us well give us the story a little bit of the background of the story about why didn't you monetize that and then how do you do that how do you create a success i think it was your crawf video where you mm-hmm. are getting those million views
1: mm-hmm. so here's the thing um we'll talk about youtube and that space in general so when i started to make films and i wanted to get people to see me i wanted to put myself in a place where okay what can i do that it's familiar enough to people but it's still my story so mm-hmm. i would take characters that i love and make fan films because you see uh you know uh, a superhero or harley quinn or whatever and you're like oh i know that character this is a story let me see what it's about and then you start to watch it and you understand that it's a different take on like the whole thing you know what i mean and now you're hearing my voice just coming out of that character so i brought people in with familiarity, and okay? and then once i did that then i could branch off and start showing them different things that i created and what i what i've done you know what, I mean? what the characters out of my brain fresh out of my brain would do mm-hmm. um then as far as the cross situation <laughs> so i i think it's partially my fault but at the end it's kind of stupid so okay <laughs> it, the issue was with a licensing of a of a song. I did the licensing, I paid for the license, and I put it in there. But then, apparently, they said that the company said that it was the wrong license. And okay. I was like, okay, well, you know, what's the right license? And they sent me the right license, and the price was ridiculous. So I'm like well i'm not gonna pay that you know it's just, uh, i don't know what i'm gonna make <laughs> up for this i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna pay for that um so i'm like all right i'm not doing that so what happens with youtube is it is they can if a copyright owner of a song they can either ask for it to be taken down or they can okay. ask for uh they'll make the revenue off of it really yes so like if, you, if you're creating content you upload something with someone's song they say hey this was uh, this song has copyrighted material, blah, blah, blah will be monetized for it. So I saw that and I'm like, hell no. Yeah, that so happened just, to me. Yeah, see? So I just turned off moneta- monetization completely because, honestly, I paid for the license. They said it was the wrong license. They seen what I was doing with it then they wanted to, like, charge me out of the ass. So I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And there is no reason that I put in all this work and because you have three seconds of a song in my video you get to monetize everything so i turned it off okay and yeah so that's that's when and i don't know if because D- does glitter fall from
0: the ceiling when you hit a million does do they send you like you know do you get like a, like a email <laughs> okay. people
1: don't understand <laughs> so here's you're not rich advice. you people I know you got a billion no way listen people don't understand this is my thing with youtube right so a lot of and and this is it all streams into i know what's going to come in our later conversations but what happens with youtube is you can make money off of youtube mm-hmm. but but here's the thing the people who are the biggest youtubers and make the most money off of things mm-hmm. if you watch the kind of content they produce it's quick and dirty content but they have a fan base that they uh you know cater to so for example like a uh, uh, youtube uh, youtube creator that i like is rdc world i don't know if you've ever seen those guys <laughs> but basically they do like anime parodies they'll do things like imitating like lebron in the locker room and all this kind of stuff hilarious but it's like stuff that you can literally do in like one hour you know okay. what i mean and they do it continuously so when you do it continuously and you're like putting up three four five videos a day that's getting millions of views oh yeah you're gonna make some money gotcha but if you're putting if you're putting up one video that makes a million views over time that's not gonna get you money like you think it will you okay know what I mean unless you just go crazy and you get like 40 million views off of one video in a week or something like that but If you have that opportunity to be able to create that kind of content consistently and be putting out content every day and every day that content is hitting a million then you can make some money off of it and also that opens up the doors for advertising and sponsorships and those product placements and things like that and that's where you make your real money so youtube will pay you but you make your real money off of brand deals
0: got you so i want to i guess this kind of going into more the streaming Lane in now Mm -hmm. so now that we know that you're not going to make a ton of money unless you are really really putting out fast content you have a fan base already you're bringing in Mm -hmm. the revenue as a filmmaker especially a small filmmaker or an african-american filmmaker because it's unfortunate that if you have all african-american characters you're Mm -hmm. now a genre you're you're like it's it's a separate lane like it's not Mm -hmm. a film if you have a, a film with all white people in it it's
1: just a movie yeah, it's a movie right. mm-hmm. it's just a movie but if you mm-hmm. have all
0: black people now it's a certain type of film like oh this is not for everybody this isn't this mm-hmm. isn't made from mainstream so i guess mm-hmm. this is where you come in mm-hmm. uh, so why now like we have netflix we have hulu we have amazon we have all of these platforms where you can put your content on there what makes your streaming service, Red Gray TV, stand out and why
1: is it necessary now? So I think the difference between well, let me take you back to the start of it. I had this idea literally five years ago to do okay. redgrade.tv. So I've been building and toying with this and trying to figure out how to make it work. And I was thinking that, you know, I needed a billion dollars to make it work. So Long story short, I had back burning it and I was just working, doing work, just building money and stacking and doing that kind of stuff. Then comes along a service with my exact idea, which is no longer here anymore, which is Quibi. And basically, basically my red grade was what Quibi was. And I seen this guy, he raised, you know, $1.7 billion to do it and all this good stuff. And then it failed right 1.7 billion dollars it failed yeah it's gone in six months right like that's a Mm -hmm. lot of money to blow so my thing was when it came out i saw it and i saw an opportunity they really just kind of threw money at people like hey this is money this is kevin hart this is blah 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 this is blah 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 and no one really connected with the content no one really connected with what was there so I felt like they tried to come into a space where, not saying they didn't belong, but a space that's occupied by us. And it's like, okay, Hollywood, you guys go, you have movies, you have all this, like this is what we as creators have. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I felt at this time, especially with the quarantine and all that, just it's time for us to the creators to be able to have a platform that we can it's not washed with just like all celebrity and all big time names and all that kind of stuff but we're telling okay. great we're telling great stories you know what I mean it's new faces a lot of times you'll see things you're like oh he's in this again she's in that again oh, right. That part. you know what I'm saying like it's the same person it's the same people and you're not seeing anything new because they're not letting new people in and if they do let you in they want to take everything from you right right well i mean as an
0: african-american you know it's only one of us that unfortunately in hollywood that can succeed at a time
1: that's true yes and that's very true and another thing i mean even with that another thing is i I listened to an interview with lena waith before and, you know, when the situation happened on her set with uh, the guy and uh, the sexual harassment deal and all that. And she said, she said something like, I am an employee. I don't own this. And I was like, wow.
0: Was it on Breakfast Club? I think?
1: I think it was the Breakfast Club. Okay. Yeah. And she said, I remember I watching like, that. I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And then you think about Dave Chappelle and how his stuff he says all his stuff is on netflix and blah 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 and he ain't gonna die you know what i mean and then you think about nick cannon creating wilding out and then just all of a sudden he doesn't have wilding out anymore like i don't know that without nick cannon you know what i'm saying and he has no yet he doesn't have it so that's why i think like the time is now for this and i think the business model that i have with the creators that i'm working with is something way different because i'm not in it to try and take anyone's project like i want to make good original projects and i've taken years to build all my gear and everything that i have to have a self-sustained fully functional basically movie studio like i can get everything out to do anything that i need at this point so that's why i feel like the time is now for this and i have a different perspective on how to push out content.
0: So is it if you were explaining to someone who has not seen it yet, mm-hmm. what like what is it? Would you say it's more along the lines of a Netflix or is it more along the lines of like a Vice type of where this is content on a channel, it's just not on your television.
1: Yeah, so the goal is it it is content on a channel and it at some point will be on the television. It just takes a little more money than I expected to make an app. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it takes it it takes a bit of money to make that app and that Apple TV app and that Android iOS, app, I mean the Android OS app. So it takes a little bit of time. So as it builds, it will get better. And it's just like ground stages. So I do, I do um I do think it's equivalent to a Netflix when in theory when you talk about it right so there are shows there'll be series um and there'll be different kinds of content that you can go through and search so right now it's just in the building and every month there's going to be new content uploaded like uh, continuously so people are
0: these all the shows because i've watched it i want to put this out there this and i mean this with all due respect i I signed up i signed up for it my expectations were very low because when you see people who yeah. say, hey I'm gonna make a film you say mm-hmm. All right, yeah yeah I, you know I've seen a couple we've we seen mm-hmm. it I was I was thoroughly impressed I when I saw the quality of what you actually created and I want everybody mm-hmm. listening to know like this is some this looks like something you would see on a, on television like you could see it mm-hmm. on a, a HBO, you could see it on a Netflix. It, it has that high quality, and it seems like you produce mostly because I know Noodles, you, you are an, a mm-hmm. producer on Noodles. Mm-hmm. And then you also produced or had some levels of interaction or involvement with the, the other shows, like because of the mm-hmm. internet and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will you touch everything that comes on your platform, or is this open to anyone? Well, so not the, anyone,
1: but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goal is for me, I don't. I don't feel like I have to touch everything that is there. But in the beginning, when you're building something, it takes a lot of sweat equity, right? <laughs> so if, let's just say you came to me with a story. I got the story about this and blah, blah, blah. I like it. I'm like, oh man, that's dope. I do like that story. Uh, what is this? What well, How do we do this? What do you think about this? And we start politicking back and forth. Then you and I come up with an agreement. And we're like, okay, we're going to create this show. Um, I will you know get all the production done for you and we're gonna just make it so now at that point you and i have made you know the least show whatever it may be we put it out and we put it out on red grade exclusively it does its rounds there but while we're doing that now you and i can look at it and say hey we have this content where else can it grow some legs now we can say hey amazon we got stuff that's already done it looks great Give us money. You can lease it for two years. You can license it for two years. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, Hulu, we got all this stuff. It looks great. You can license it for two years or whatever it may be. And then you can just start spreading that money around because we own it, right? Okay. And like another one of the problems that I saw, like when I was just looking up the Quibi, because I, I just had to know like everything about this and why it did this and what happened there. They don't own their content. So wow. even, even when they were going down, he couldn't sell it because everything was licensed. I know that. I right? did not know that, okay. So, I mean, I, I, went, I went down a rabbit hole, man. I had to figure it out, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't feel like, I think at some point I have to get to a point where I'm not touching everything. But right okay. now in the building stages, I do have to curate a uh, look, uh, curate a um, You know a, a customer experience mm-hmm. And all of that kind of stuff just You gotta have standards
0: I got you you don't want anything yeah. On your platform because it, it's your name On it and if it's right. trash Especially mm-hmm. when you start off, People are like oh this is trash exactly. and I, I, I got that uh, mm-hmm. But I want to ask you before I, I Let you go You produce content and noodles like the the series I, I watched it i commented on it because like i said i was thoroughly impressed by what you guys have done story wise and then from Thank a production you. side of it what's mm-hmm. the Because I, I don't think i think dot is it mcdonald is that who wrote
1: mm-hmm.
0: who wrote it okay yeah. can you explain the story because i know this is one of the, the shows on there that i want you guys if you've not had a chance to download Please go download the app so that you can watch it. Explain mm-hmm. the show a little bit for people. Don't give it away a hundred percent. But get set at least I set won't. the tone. Cause this is an interesting show.
1: Yeah, I will I will set the tone for you. So Don McDonald, she is a creator who is also from Milwaukee that I met when it was in California. So mutual friends are like pushing us together did y'all
0: leave y'all just took a
1: plane together so we all we all all chasing dreams but so i met up with her and you know we started talking about things we could do and she had this idea and her original script that she wanted to do was a short it was about 10 pages and like i said when i was giving my example to you i said hey we can really make something out of this so her and i both sat down and we really fleshed out a story to make it a series and then we got this pilot shot um so basically doodles is a good girl gone bad kind of story Please. jessica she, is a college student not a college student she has a drug dealer boyfriend who gets locked up and now she needs her to help him out with the business she has no idea what she's getting herself into and then it just all goes downhill from there. Um, definitely a really good story to watch. We have a ton of uh, twists and turns that's coming through this episode and through the series. Um, the story is called Noodles because the first episode that you see, which is called Rule Number One, is Never Use Your Real Name. So she comes up with the name Noodles when she gets her first call and she was eating a cup of noodles. And yeah, and ask, it's kind of funny you? too.
0: The show I'm has gonna, some some <laughs> humor in it. It's it's it's. I feel have. like you have a little bit of dark. Do- are you a dark humor type of person?
1: I am. I am. I make some dark humor in there. Yes, okay. I, you, you caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I a was like, yeah, this is funny. There. That's you got to do good, that next. Got to
0: do that next. You you, you got to get a sitcom. we, we got to get a sitcom got to get a comedy
1: maybe it is it is coming we do have some we do have some stuff coming um as you see uh little jj is in there j lewis i don't know if he goes by little jj anymore but you know he's okay. a funny guy on Wild wilding out so he's a good a good homie of mine so just stay till we got some we got some good funny stuff coming as well
0: okay we see we got some some additional information so you get new content I was going to ask you that if you could tell the people how much it it was you say it's 4.99 how can they get to it so if they've never heard of, of red Gray tv how can they sign up how can they mm-hmm. get to it how can they find you
1: so the name is the website the name is redgrade.tv that's the website um so anytime you want to go there red uh it's redgrade.tv uh, on instagram red tv on twitter uh i got kicked off of Instagram so I need to make okay. a new one I don't know what happened did but you like, they just completely removed me from Instagram were you were you you were trolling I you was haram. I, honestly I got hacked and I think when I got hacked it thought I was trying to use a bot to get more likes and subscribers and followers okay. and then I went to they put me in Instagram jail for a week and then when I got out of Instagram jail I went and I started unfollowing everything that the hack
0: Okay, it, it, so, it's yeah. okay. We know it was the booty pics that you put on it. We got you. We know that's why you got uh-huh.
1: it. It kicked <laughs> off of,
0: of Instagram.
1: I was in, in only fast training, so maybe Instagram didn't like that.
0: <laughs> yeah that's probably i could see that i could see that but thank you so much for coming on to millennials anonymous podcast make sure you go to redgrade.tv so that you can sign up for the subscription if you have a show idea reach out to him on facebook because you know them booty pics got him kicked off of instagram so you got to go there or the website i think you can you can like, also oh send contact them <laughs> through through the website yeah so make sure you do that make sure you reach out to him he's absolutely awesome the content is amazing he's working with some amazing people of color and women so make sure you support i know that i will you go in places so i'm glad i got a chance to meet you before you blow up
1: thank you so much thank you so much i appreciate it
0: not a problem all right this has been another episode of millennials anonymous podcast yes i want to thank mr champ robinson which is one of the best goddamn names ever i would be like yeah my name is champ like, Who you know i'm the champ like this is a great goddamn name by the way but i want to give brandon champ robinson a big round of applause for being here make sure you go and subscribe and download, get you your fourteen days. You know, get you your four. Even like he said, even if you don't keep it, go download it. Get you your fourteen day free trial. Subscribe to it. See, just like, go peep it out. See what the shows are about. See what the app is about. When I tell you, I was thoroughly impressed. You know me. I'm a fucking pessimist and a realist. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna fuck with you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat you. The shows that they have coming on here are definitely done well you know that he takes his time his crew takes their time like this is not something that's just rushed like this is not my editing job i didn't you know me how i be chopping and be like what the fuck just happened like i be chopping in a motherfucker like no 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 like he really this is like some real deal stuff so make sure you go and you support i know a lot of y'all always say that you want to support black owned or you always want to support um you know minority owned make sure you do that this is something that i think will change the game i think he's really really on to something amazing work so make sure you do that and follow him on all major social media platforms and also red gray tv on all major social media platforms as well so if you didn't learn anything you wasn't listening you wasn't listening so go back and listen to it again and next week we will have um miss sharing it because i keep saying but we're gonna have her maybe i'm just i'm not gonna say no. okay we're gonna have a guest next week okay we're gonna have a guest next week make sure you tune into that because we're gonna have a really really good time uh because this will be a fast one because of the holidays well that's a good question i don't know let me let me stop let me let me stop we may have an episode next week I don't know. It depends on how I feel. It depends on how I feel. If I feel good enough, we'll have an episode next week. If I don't, we won't have an episode next week, but we will have one the following week. Okay. So, shout out to all the people who listen, tune in, rock with us, roll with us. We appreciate you. We will continue to listen to you and we will continue to bring you great content. Also, shout out to WRDR for rocking with us. Shout out to WPIR98.4FM for rocking and rolling with us. We will be back again next week. So, Stay safe. Have a fantastic holiday. Be safe. Stay your asses in the house. Okay? Stay your asses in the house and be safe. We'll be back again. Peace.